0: What up and welcome back to the Sneaker Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Brian and each week my brother Nacho and I sit down with a guest and we geek out on sneakers that we used to wear back in the day, sneakers that are in the current rotation. Basically, if you're into sneakers, you've come to the right place. For this week's episode, we have Dr. Souls on the show. Dr. Souls is a real doctor who has to deal with patients on a daily basis and give out life-ending diagnoses. I don't know if on a daily basis, but he has to do that. So he's a real ass doctor, but he's a real, real sneakerhead head too. Uh, he also has a YouTube channel called Dr. Souls. If you wanna look that up, it's Dr. Souls 11, like the number 11. And he has a really, really deep collection of sneakers, a wide variety of sneakers. He knows his stuff. Um, he's on a hiatus right now, so he's not posting that much on YouTube, but we get into that in this interview and he's gonna, he's gonna come back to it very, very shortly. Um, but before we get into the interview with Dr. Souls, I want to introduce you guys to a new segment of the podcast called Wear One, Remake One, Erase One. If you'd like to participate in this little game for next week, all you have to do is join our Facebook group. Just search Sneaker Enthusiast on Facebook, and each week we'll post three sneakers, and we, get the, we let the members choose one to wear, choose one to remake and why, and then erase one forever, and then we'll read out your responses here on this show. And let's get into this week's episode of Wear One, Remake One, Erase One. Okay, guys, so the rules are simple you got to choose one to wear, you got to remake one, and you got to talk about what you would change about the shoe, and then you got to erase one forever like it ceases to exist. And this week, we're doing the j balvin jordan ones the off-white jordan fours and the dior ones so j villa Mayer says he would wear the off-white four change the dior especially the icy sole to blue or black and erase the Balvins. which i kind of i i don't know if i would erase the Balvins. i think i would like personally i would maybe i like the die cut stitching i just don't like the wild ass like tie-dye on it what do you think david
1: I'm not a big fan of tie dye sneakers at all. Um, so I, the the J Balvin would be the one that be poof, gone. You know, I don't like Good. I don't like the tie dye. I don't like the little happy face. They just look too uh, too t- too childish. Like I don't know, it's just not for me. Too too high beast. It's too high beast, and I just I don't know. I, I I don't understand how J Balvin has his own sneaker. I mean, I get that he's a big deal right now, but it's just like I don't know. It's just
0: eh. Not for me. You ain't with it? Not with it. Okay. And he also said that he, and for the Dior 1s, he would change the Icy sole to blue or black. I, For me, I think I like one of the things that I like about the Dior 1, and I don't really like the shoe that much, to be honest. But one of the things that I do like is the translucent sole on it. And I love the Dior branding on the on the bottom of it. So I'm not sure I would agree agree with you there, Jay. What do you think, David?
1: Um. The Icy soul's cool. It just, I don't know. To me, it's uh, it, it doesn't really look all that premium in a sense to me. Uh, you know, you take away the Dior branding and it's just like a regular old colorway of, uh, you know what I mean? Of a Jordan 1. So to me, it just doesn't do it for me. At least not the price point. The thing that I did like from the Dior collab was actually that like knitted sweater. With like you know the the old Air Jordan, the wing logo and stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, that was actually really dope. Actually. That's
1: really dope, yeah. But like the sneakers themselves, I'm just not you know I felt like like they could have done like a more neutral type tones and 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 almost like like the like what is it the the gray ones the 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 gray uh, Jordans that just came out.
0: Uh huh.
1: Like they could have done those with like some premium materials and then maybe like emboss like Dior somewhere like on the heel. Or like in the corner, and I think it, it would have been cleaner, you know. I just oh, I guess that would be the one that I would remake in a sense.
0: So, thanks, Jay, for your entry. The homie Aiden, you know, Aiden, hell no, you don't know Aiden, sir. Oh, maybe now I do. He's one of the homies. Okay. He says that he would wear the ones for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I believe he's talking about the Dior ones because we got two ones we got the Jay Balvin's and the Dior one, so he would wear. The Dior ones, for sure. And then he would remake the fours. He feels like they can do a lot better. And then the I think he's talking about the Balvins. He says, the other ones, I don't even know what those are. So trash, those. So uh, basically, he's saying that the, the J Balvin should cease to exist. What do you think, David?
1: I, I feel the exact same way. I feel like it's just like, like I said, I don't understand how why J Balvin has the influence that he has right now, other than just to move sneakers, you know, for like Jordan brand. Like, I don't, I, I don't see a reason why he should have, Like I see why Dior has one, you know, they're a huge fashion house. And obviously, you know, Nike has been working with, you know, Virgil Abloh for years now. So, you know, I see why those two, but J Balvin is J Balvin, a, a style icon all of a sudden or anything. I, I, I don't know. It just feels like a, Like it's just a money grab in a
0: sense. I kind of like the the, the way it's stitched though. I think it's pretty dope. I think you can do something really cool with that. I mean, of course, the smiley face, the tie-dye shit is whack for me personally. Sorry if somebody likes that. But I feel like you could do something dope. You could do like a more, like you said, like the neutral ones. With that kind of stitching, I think that could be a super dope shoe because it's still innovative in a way as much as, you know, it's hype and and it's easy to hate on that shoe. I feel like it's still influential, yeah. In terms of I've never seen stitching like that on a Jordan One. It's kind of wild. And then as far as he says that he would he would uh remake the uh the fours and he says they can do a lot better. I agree because it's literally just a tan Jordan Four and they put Air on the above the 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 air bubble on the midsole where it says you know the 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 classic off white Air in quotations. I feel like they could have done something cooler. I don't know. What What, what do you think, David?
1: Um, I You know, well, as I've gotten older, my style has changed as far as like sneakers that I'm into. I'm into what people would call like boring and just like just regular old wearable sneakers. And to me, uh, the reason I would probably pick the four as the best one is because it's the most wearable. And I like the fact that it's actually off-white. You know, it's a cream chalk kind of colorway. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's kind of it's pretty minimal. It's 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 low key. You know, what I mean, it doesn't have that whole like prototype feel like most of the off white, you know, Nike collabs or Jordan collabs that he's had. So yeah,
0: it does kind of feel like more finished and more like a matured. You know, yeah, because so some it doesn't it doesn't feel like a high art piece is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why I like it. So I'd I'd go with that one. That'd probably be the one that I that I would actually rock. I mean, you already know my style. I, I probably would never rock either one of them. I mean, if I could afford the Dior ones, I, that's like an ultimate flex, I guess, because of what they, you know, the the price tag on them bad boys and all that stuff. But even then, like, like I said, I, I, I wasn't impressed with neither of them, but I think the J Balvin's are by far the ones that can, you're not even going to think about the J Balvin's 10 years from now or even two years from now. You know they'll just yeah. they'll just poof you know they don't have the, i don't i don't see them having that that staying power like the other two will
0: yeah th- th- thank you aiden for 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 submitting that comment all right so nicole teresa mejia says i think that's how you say your name nicole sorry if we're, if we're butchering it mm-hmm. she said she would wear the dior ones she would remake the Balvins and erase the off whites. and i asked her why would she what what she would change about the Balvins. And she says she would definitely remove the frills. Other than that, they're a pretty dope colorway. So, yeah, like I mean, basically, same for me. Like, I feel like there's just too much going on with the Balvin's, but it has the potential to be a, a cool shoe. And I feel like if they, yeah, if they toned it down a little bit, it could be dope, you know, remove that hype, remove that, that like hype beast tie-dye and that. I mean, Nike's making a lot of money off of that kind of stuff, but if you remove that, I feel like it has the potential to be pretty dope um she would wear the diors ah i don't know i think i i don't think i would rock the diors to be honest it's not my style and then she said she would erase the off-whites which is the one that you would wear david so how do you feel about that
1: um that's not a bad thing like i said i still i'm I'm still you know the j balvin's are the worst of the batch man like those are garbage in my opinion just because of the colorways and the little smiley face in the corner Like those, those are whack. Like I said, I would wear the Dior's like as a flex, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, but it's more of a, like, I got these and more than likely nobody else is going to have these, or at least not in my inner circle at that moment, you know? So Mm. that is the only reason why I would get the, the, or I would wear the Dior ones. But the Jordan 4s, like I said, that you could wear those to the grocery store and they look cool. It's like, you know, it's a subtle flex in a sense. It's like, oh, okay, those, yeah. are, those are dope, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but that, that's just how I feel about them, you know what I
0: mean? I can respect that. Okay, thanks, Nicole. Thanks for writing in. So, Patrick Halvenko writes in, he would wear the J Balvin's, remake the Off-White. They're just cream 4s with a zip tie. I would do something crazier like they did with other models, cover them in plastic, add extra laces, make them yellow, and he would erase the Dior, just overhyped and overpriced. And uh i i mean i don't think I, I don't think i could erase a jordan four in general just because i love that shoe so much but they are just cream fours with a zip tie in a sense but you know like 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 nacho was saying who i was referring to david is earlier because that's his real name low-key uh hey yo yo <laughs> go don't he, be spelling out my government name out <laughs> he was he said that he you know they're. They're kind of like a casual flex, a casual rock. Like you could, you could, you could wear them to the grocery store. You could, you could, you could wear them in a in a, in a more high fashion way too. Um, and you know, he makes a good point there. So, and then the J Balvins, uh, ah, you already know how me and David feel about the J Balvins. The manufacturing is 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 a is pretty impressive, you know, in terms of what they did with the stitching. But at the same time, you know, like David said, ten years from now, we're not going to remember that shoe thanks for writing in patrick tim diaz wrote he would wear the dior ones classy design the dior logo isn't so overbearing and swells with that swoosh well he would erase the balvin ones just not a fan of the colorway at all besides erasing the shoe won't really hurt it because there's so many other jordan ones color colorways available and he said he would remake the fours replace the polyurethane midsole to a rubber midsole so it would last longer and won't crack in a few years and yeah, you said you would wear the Dior ones. You know, I, personally, I could, I wouldn't rock them, but it is a classy desi- design. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel like, you know, when you look at it, it does look pretty premium. Like I said, the Icy sole, I love the Icy Soul. I love the Dior branding on the bottom. And he said the Dior logo isn't so overbearing. I feel like they did that right. Like, they didn't really overbrand the shoe. You know what I mean, David?
1: Yeah, like I said, like, you know, I would remake if i could remake it i would remake the the you know the jordan 1 dior i, I feel like it's i don't know from a, from a distance i mean either way i f- like when prada did a when prada and adidas did that little collab and they pretty much did like just the superstar put prada and they just used ultra premium uh you know leathers and and, and materials i think that was enough cuz i mean the sneakers themselves make a statement but i mean i do like the i guess the little bit of dior in the swoosh and things like that, but for the most part, I feel like it could have been dead better. It could have been done more high end. You know what I mean? Like maybe putting in a wooden box, some some other stuff. You know? Yeah. Like they could have they could have went all out, especially at that price tag. You know?
0: Yeah, but how much are they reselling for now?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what the resale is. Probably ten thousand, but I think they retail for what twelve hundred.
0: Yeah, they retailed for like eleven hundred or something like that, and now the resale is like. Twenty thousand or something crazy like that, right? Yeah,
1: see, I don't know. I, they were already out of my price range at retail, so you know I didn't even bother looking at the resale.
0: <laughs> All right, well, shout out to Tim. Th- thanks so much for for writing in, bro. Colin Michael Keith, the homie, he wrote in uh, that he would wear the off-white forest for sure. He would remake the Balvin the J Balvins because the first Latin artist collab deserves better. Ooh, I kind of agree there. And then he would erase the Dior's because there. And then he put the sleeping emoji, so you know. I mean, and that could also mean they're slept on. <laughs> no, but he said he would erase the Dior's. So he would wear the 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 off white force for sure. Which this basically, he's he's won the game because he basically said exactly what I think. And uh, oh, and, and your opinion is the only one that matters. Though that's hey, I created the game, bro. What can I say? Get your ass. He's the winner. <laughs> But I think Boo. Oh, it's it, I know yours is a little different. You said you would wear the off white fours, you would
1: I'd wear the off white fours, I'd trash, you know, the balvins and then I'd redo uh-huh. the Diors.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, so he said he would wear the off white fours, remake the balvins, and erase it to yours. the Diors. The off white fours to wear for sure. Uh they're super uh what's the word I'm looking for here? They're uh you can wear them with anything, right? You can wear them with with shorts, you can wear them with 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 black denim, with with regular denim. If you want to be, if you want that douchebag look, you could wear the, <laughs> you could wear them in a suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you could rock them with anything. You could rock them with camo; it would probably look dope. He said he would yeah. remake the remake the Balvins because he feels like the first Latin artist collab deserves better. Me and you, David, we're both Latino Mexican. What do you think about that, bro?
1: Um. Yeah, I guess it does deserve better. I mean, you know. I don't even know who I would put worthy of making a sneaker as far as, like, you know, our people and stuff like that. I'm sure there's plenty if I actually sit there and think about it, but I don't think anybody, you know what I mean, should really, like, like I don't know. Jay valvin to me, isn't that stylish of a dude. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I get it. He probably has, like... But, like, he looks like a dude who gets dressed by people, and I'm sure everybody else does, but
0: (laughs) he just looks, like, ticky-tacky. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... He just got people like when he wakes up, he's got like fucking all kinds of people just dressing. Yeah,
1: like and shit. Y- like yo, I'm just gonna put you in this in this wild shirt and you know, these jeans cause this is what's hot right now. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. Like he just mm-hmm. like I feel like it's just a uh uh a, a money grab to to grab the the you know the Latino community, the Latino money, you For know. Sure. So it's just so kind of disrespectful just, in that way. Yeah, I mean it's just I mean they all they're all money grabs in a sense, but you know. Yeah. I just feel like it's just like a a very half-assed. Who knows how much input the man had on it? Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's just it, it's too busy, it's too loud, and it just ain't it ain't for me.
0: That's a good point, bro. I never really thought about it that way. You know what I mean? Because he's like, if somebody like Fat Joe or somebody like Bum B or somebody made a shoe, it would it would mean more. I mean, yeah, they're artists or whatever, and they're rappers or whatever, but it would mean more because they're actually sneakerheads. You know what I mean? Exactly. They Actually, like, understand I, the culture. I, like, but Jay Balvin, yeah. like. You can't really say that, you know? Yeah, like, Jay Balvin... I don't really know. Maybe he is a super sneakerhead, but in terms of... I mean, what has he done for the sneaker community? Not much, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, exactly. He's just the big name at the moment, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's that's what it feels like. It's like, all right, like, I didn't even know this dude was in the sneaker community. I didn't know this dude was out here doing things like that, you know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe we're just talking down on a man we don't know nothing about, Mm -hmm. but... But to me, he's just obviously he's he's a huge reggaeton artist at the moment, so people are gonna just you know they're just throwing money at him. You know, it's kind of like when a when a celebrity releases a perfume or a tequila, like you know you don't even know if those people even drink tequila. It's just like yo, this is tequila, <laughs> you know? and it's
0: yeah.
1: It's like man, get out of here, dude. You
0: know? Yeah, I agree. And that's
1: how I feel about the J Balvins, the creams, like the 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 off whites. Like I said, they're, they're the most they they have the most wearability. The dr ones, yeah. they could have been done different. They could have been like super premium and like they could have done some crazy, some crazy stuff with it. With the budget that, I mean, like I said, with the price point that they had, they could have invested a little bit more money in my opinion. Yeah. You know, as far as like, you know, like the stuff, the accessories, all that other stuff, you know what I mean? Because I've seen like, you know, back in the days, like Air Force Ones like made out of crocodile skin and and, you know, those were super premium with like, you know wooden shoe trees and all kinds of stuff and i would i would assume that they could do that you know what i mean the kind of money that they got they should be able to do something like that you know and the money that they were asking retail
0: yeah okay well thanks to everybody for 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 playing uh wear one remake one erase one uh we're gonna do this every week uh we're probably gonna do themes like we'll do like i don't know we'll do like a adidas only or we'll do uh we'll do a Jordan one edition or a union edition or something in the future. If you have any suggestions, let us know Uh shout out to everybody in the sneaker Enthusiast Facebook group. Appreciate the love. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And and now let's turn our attention over to our interview with Dr. Souls, you know, just to get things started. Like we're, we're big, big fans of the Dr. Souls YouTube channel. I, I watched, dude, I get, cause you just post so much or you were posting so much and, um and I, and I love it. You know, I, I don't know. I think David would agree. We we both watch your channel a lot, and we 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 say all the things you say. idiot what it is, yo, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd be texting people that like I T E. You know, yeah. or I'd be you know how you write it. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck does that mean? And I'm like, you got to figure it out for yourself, bro. Because idiot what it is.
2: <laughs> that means a lot. That that means a lot actually, because uh, that was one of my goals when I when I was getting going. I was like, because I'm the guy in my friend group that has the annoying uh, catchphrase that uh, I'll just repeat over and over until they either slap me in the face or they start saying it themselves. So, mm-hmm. so for that to like spread to people that I don't even know, let alone like around the world, literally, is it's just, it's awesome to hear, you know, Cause <laughs> um, you know, everyone has their own little talents, you know, some, some of my friends are funnier, uh, funnier than me. Some of my friends are, you know, smarter than me, but like if I can get like one or two catchphrases out there, <laughs> I think I've done a job well done. But
0: I think if you keep going and you keep making videos, I think, dude, I think that could. It's too smart. It's too funny, dude. I <laughs> no, mean, I appreciate the, the like your captions, like you you basically have your own uh, your own words, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. And you know, it's funny. It's uh, I remember I started doing that because I, I remember distinctly watching. uh Because I watch a ton of YouTube all the time, obviously, but it wasn't until I caught on to sneaker YouTube uh, like 2015-ish that I started like really learning a lot about sneakers and starting to get into sneakers. And then um, I was looking at the, excuse me, the style of the videos that a lot of these other dudes were doing. And I was like, yo, I feel like I could bring my own little twist to this. And so I had that idea in my head. I was like, yo, I'm going to like push these corny hashtags and, and push these phrases and push this, this and that. And then I remember noticing um, early on when Complex started doing their uh, their sneaker show, they started doing that too. They're just like blasting with these hashtags and like big texts mm-hmm. all over the sky. I was like, mm, I wonder if they're watching, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're right, man. I got to get back to it. Uh, I'm excited to, I have a few new um, ideas in the works as far as the stuff I want to start Um uh, getting into back on the channel uh, a lot of new pickups that i just haven't gotten to that i want to start posting about but uh, uh but yeah it's been too long you know
0: how, how did you even get into sneakers
2: like i said i was just um i was just browsing youtube and this was around the time that uh dj khaled was blowing up
0: uh-huh. and
1: uh and like just, when he
0: was when he was stuck on like in the ocean or whatever yeah the like jet, ski jet ski and ocean. the
1: whole snapchat <laughs> and <all> that stuff <laughs> and then trying to go to do Way time yeah
2: <laughs> and there was one um there was one video obviously that was through complex and at the time i didn't know what what that complex was even and uh or sh- streetwear none of that stuff i just i yes. just knew at the time i i had a, a passion for shoes at the very least because i was i was collecting um uh designer dress shoes so i was doing a lot of a lot of the same stuff i ended up doing <laughs> with sneakers i was doing that and i was like uh, doing homework on like all right what are the best brands or the most historic brands for like double monk straps or for uh wingtips or for uh penny loafers mm-hmm. or whatever so um of course am i recommended around the time that dj cow is blown up i see this complex video where they do a sneaker closet tour and they go through this like beauty and the beast-esque looking you know shoe room with like the red ladder and everything yeah. like yo what <laughs> And so it kind of kind of started getting my juices going with sneakers because I never considered sneakers as like uh excuse me, a uh like a thing as far as like collectibles and whatnot, because I missed the SB era, I missed um, you know, the the dunk era and all that kind of stuff. And it just went over my head. I just uh, you know, just wasn't in my in my uh, sights. And um, and so once I started watching that video, then you know, next thing you know, I'm getting recommended other sneaker collection videos and i'm like noticing little different things i'm like oh those are cool those are cool those are cool and then you know they're sharing stories of like you know what means what to them and or or in general or whatever and then i started thinking damn there's something here and the other added piece that was the catalyst was i remember specifically being in um in med school or early residency I, i forget but i I remember on my Facebook feed back when that was cool, am I right? Uh, I was, um, was on there and I and, and GQ, because at the time I was following GQ, because they would post about all the fancy stuff and fancy shoes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but suddenly this, uh, on occasion they do sneakers, of course, but it, it would just go over my head. But one time they posted on their Facebook feed about the Red Octobers releasing. And I looked at those sneakers and I'm like, what are those? Like that was mm-hmm. that was mind blowing to me, and all of a sudden I was like, "Yo, I'm not really into sneakers like that." But let me let me look into this. Three thousand dollars for a pair of sneakers? Get out of here! So I you know I just kind of like forgot about it. But I didn't know anything else about it, like as far as the Kanye relevance and this doesn't. Matter. And then fast forward, it ended up being the the first shoe I bought as far as like sneaker collecting goes, and then it kind of like led off to the rest of the collection.
0: That's wild, David. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Red October's being your first shoe? <laughs>
1: That is crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy because I feel like 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 you went all in. Like you went, like your variety was crazy. And then like I like you studied every single sneaker to at least like I don't know if you Wikipedia it, but like you went from just like from zero to a hundred. Like you yeah. had all the reebok pumps mm-hmm. and everything, you know, to the air tech challenges, but you knew exactly what they were and the meaning behind them. And that is what I think made it so cool. Like for me, I was like, dude, this guy has like every single like the variety was insane. It wasn't just like you know most people when they when they when they get into sneakers they kind of stick to their comfort zone for a while and then they start to branch out. But I felt that you just just bum rushed it. (laughs) You went on like, oh, I'm gonna get every single Diora that they have out here, and it's just like man. And then like you would just. It was crazy. It was insane. You know? Yeah. I
2: mean, it's, I'm obviously a bit peculiar like that. Cause like when I'm, when I'm in on something, I'm all in. So like at the time it was like, go to work, come home, watch sneaker YouTube, go to bed. Like that was, that was all I was doing day in day out. So Mm -hmm. little by little, I'm picking up on little things and, and, uh, you know how it is. You catch the sneaker bug and it's like all downhill from there. You're like, all right, what do I want next? What do I want next? What do I want next? And for me personally, it was like, I knew I didn't want one of everything. Cause I knew I didn't have a, the space for it, b the amount of feet for it. So, um, uh, although I guess that's a little hypocritical because I still have a bunch, but, um, but yeah, I mean, my whole, my whole thing was, you know, because, because of my nerd background, like the way my brain works, I was like, okay, I, I want to the same way I applied those same principles to the dress shoes. It started taking over with the sneakers the only problem being there's so many sneakers that it's it's non-stop like excellent story here uh, excellent execution there uh great um significance uh athletically for this and this and that like it just never ends so um that's why a lot of times uh, especially in the early uh or middle middling of my youtube uh growth uh, i would start to get a lot of questions like yo which sneakers do you regret buying? which sneakers do you regret and like a lot of them i, I didn't because it wasn't like yo these are dropping this week these are going to be fresh like that was never a thing for me um obviously there are things that once i started catching up with with certain releases from 2000 whatever uh then all of a sudden now that i'm caught up certain things did catch my eye that that were releasing that would be hot so like off-white for example i jumped on that mm-hmm. right away and i'm glad i did because you know. Granted, I had to spend, you know, a thousand bucks for a off-white Jordan one that costs 160 bucks, but look what they're going for now, you know, or anything in that yeah. collection really, or the Mars yards, when they dropped, they caught my attention immediately and then they yeah. blew up. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, my, my style of collecting is obviously a little bit different than most people I would say, cause I, I'm, I'm not a reseller or, or like, I don't tr- do trades. I don't do like, um, uh, you know, oh man, I bought this thinking it would be dope, but then I realized after having it that like it's really not that dope. Like, luckily, I can kind of see through most of that. Uh, I would say, Um, uh, obviously, we're not all perfect. There are a couple that got in there where I was like, yeah, maybe I could have done without it, but I still have held on to it. You know
0: yeah. So you got the you got the red October's, and then you. So anybody who's who's watched your videos know you have that mat, that room. Yeah. yeah. Just filled with sneakers, it's like a it's almost like a museum, and you can talk talk about like every Little aspect of every little shoe. Like, do you remember, uh like, start when you first started like gathering, like all those Adidas that you have, or all the New Balances? Like, what was the first like set that you decided to focus on in terms of collecting? Uh, or the first shoes. I'm trying to think. Did you just start getting all the Yeezys? After well, yeah. That?
2: So I mean, my my focus. I'm trying to put myself back into 2016. So I bought the Red Octobers and then the jo- the Royal Ones, the uh, 2001 Royal Ones, the same day. Uh, cause I was like, all right, if I'm going to buy these, I might as well get my first pair of Jordans too. So, um, <laughs> so that was the thinking there. And it, it kind of pissed me off actually speaking of sneaker regrets, because at that time, again, my sneaker knowledge was only starting to grow. So, uh, even though it grew quickly, it still was lagging. So like I bought those 2000, excuse me, those 2001 Royal ones. And of course, the very next year, or, or like a year and a half after that, they released the uh, the 2017 version of that. So, so that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I it wasn't like okay, let's do all the Yeezys. Or, but I, I do remember focusing mostly on Yeezys because uh, the second time ever that, um, uh, right around that time when I first started collecting, looks, the second and only time ever where just looking at a picture of a sneaker made me lose my mind over it was. First time being the Red October, second time being the Yeezy uh, Boost 750s Triple Black. First time I saw mm-hmm. the image again, I think it was a GQ post because again I, I didn't follow any sneaker blogs. I don't know about Complex, I don't know about nothing, and uh, and just those two shoes, I was like, wow. So so of course, then I started uh, looking into those. But of course, I didn't. Uh, even though I started buying an immense amount of sneakers in a very short amount of time, early on, I was very very selective with uh which ones i bought or how many i wanted to buy because the intention was never to like oh let's start building this collection it was always just like
1: eh, i guess i
2: kind of really want these yeezys and i got a decent check this week so let's do it you know it's kind of like that and the next thing you know it's it's, <laughs> it's uh you know the avalanche hits you um and then uh i had one other thing to say about that actually um basically uh t- 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 oh yeah so so you were mentioning how like i know all these little details about the shoes as i'm going through the room and, it, and that's the reason is because i was uh, i would sit there and have to justify in my own head like yo are you seriously about to drop another how many racks on this pair of <laughs> shoes you better know this shoe in and out and know for sure that this is what you want so that that kind of helped me kind of retain the memory of like little details in there like is it worth it or not so
0: you felt like you felt guilty, yeah, of, of course. I felt, or what? Or you felt I felt guilty. guilty. A... My
2: mom made me feel guilty. Just, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> no, what am I doing?
0: Um, because that, that video that you have with your uh, dad yeah. is hilarious, by My the way. pops
2: is something else. Um, everyone, I always love showing people videos of my dad because, uh, because they, they see what a you know, uh, what a goofball he is. Um, but it's funny, man. He doesn't know who Yeezy is. He doesn't know any of the stuff. He's just like, yeah, this, this one looks too cool. I'll, I'll grab this. And then when I tell him the real price, he just loses his mind. Yeah, that's that's my dad.
1: <laughs>
2: I remember my dad. I took him with me. Uh, I was visiting him in Dubai. And he. Uh, uh, th- there's this one uh, very famous um, uh, designer of uh, what's known as perhaps the best double monk strap leather shoe ever. Uh, and it's made by this company called Berluti and they only have two store or maybe three stores, one in New York, one in LA and one in Dubai, I believe. And at the time, at, at least I was a kid. So when I went to Dubai, I, I like had it in my head, like, yo, I think I'm going to buy these shoes and they go for like 2300 or something like that. But this is like retail price. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, Hey dad, I'm, I'm thinking about getting these shoes. You want to come with me? Said, yeah, sure. So we go to the mall, we go to the store. And, and I go to find the shoe that I wanted and I already know the price because I've already done my homework and I was already prepared to, to just go ahead of it. And so he's with me at the cash register and, and she goes, it's in uh, uh, Emirati dollars or, or Durham's or whatever the cost is, but he knows the conversion. So, But basically the woman's like, all right, well, that'll be 2,300. My dad lost his shit. He's like, what? He's like, we're not going to negotiate or nothing. Like, yo, know, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, pop, that's not how it works. So yeah, no, he's he's a character.
0: I think it's fascinating that you started like uh, by like appreciating dress shoes, like I, like that most people who like uh who, I, I mean I'm th- I mean like ninety nine percent of people who get into sneakers is because like they grew up in some like inner city and they want to like to flex, you know what I mean? Or they yeah, I like- mean
2: there there was a little bit of that because because um, basically um, when uh, when I was a kid, you know, my parents couldn't afford anything outside of. Uh, payless right so uh so you know you show up to school and and i went to an inner city type public school so uh you know all the, all the um all the dudes that were into sneakers i mean not even into sneakers they're just into just not being poor i guess so like they'd, they'd be like oh man he, he wears payless because everyone was either team adidas or team nike right and that was it mm-hmm. or jordan's of course. But I didn't know any better. I, I knew better than to even bother like begging my mom for like a Christmas present of sneakers. Like it just it just never registered. Um
0: But how did you even arrive at like appreciating like a Yeah, a so, so
2: so basically what, what ended up happening is um you know it kind of it kind of transitioned from like a like a turning point. So I remember finally my uh one of my parents i can't remember which uh, they finally found like some kind of clearance nike i can't even i can't even tell you like oh it was the air max 97 and that's my favorite No, it was like some god knows you know uh gr of some some takedown model of some kind and Uh but at least i had that freaking swoosh on it right so i show up to school the next day and i remember one of the black kids like looked down at me in gym class like Yo, you got Nike's on? Yo, sodom has got <laughs> Nike's on. Yo, he's like pointed out to the whole gym class and shit. I was like, "Whoa, this is that big of a deal, goddamn!" And then, of course, the next gym class we have uh, swimming. So, like, I put all my shit in my locker, and uh, and I, of course, I don't have a lock because at the time I had nothing worth stealing. But I come out of the pool later that session, and then the shoes are gone. I was like, "God damn!" Man. I had to walk home barefoot. I was like, "Oh man!" But I man. remember, yeah, I know it sucked but i remember so they
0: stole your shit
2: yeah i was like what the hell after all this and and i and i remember look i started to pay attention because i i wasn't cool in in school so i was like and being the big nerd i was uh and talk about like studying details like i started studying like the the students so i'd be like okay all right what's what's the algorithm for cool if you will like do you wear the backpack on one strap or two straps or they wear a nike adidas what kind of adidas and then I, uh, you know, how do they walk? How do they, you know, how do they stand? Do they hold their hands in their power? Like all these little details I would study, which is corny as hell, but whatever, that's what, what I was doing. And so what I noticed is that the, the sect of cool kids that I wanted to be like all had Adidas superstars. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, I just want a pair of Adidas superstars. And when I finally got to college, I bought a pair of Adidas superstars. And to me, not knowing anything else about sneaker culture, I was, set. I was just like, okay, I got my superstars. I'm officially cool. We're done here. And that's I had that same pair of sneakers from two. This was like 2007 ish, or 2006, seven ish. Yeah, somewhere in there. All the way through a whole decade plus through med school, medical training, all that. I had that one pair until 2016 when I bought those red Octobers. So in my head, that one pair of sneakers was was it. You know,
0: um, what, what colorway was it? That was it was it just, just basic straight straight white, white with and black?
2: black. Yeah, straight up white uh-huh. and black um and then when i was in medical school and medical training you know we had a lot of clinic days where you have to dress up so you have to always be in you know uh, khakis or dress pants button-up shirt tie all that kind of stuff so naturally you need to be in dress shoes and so you know it had, it had already been sparked in my mind the importance of shoes so so my mind started going to okay well now that i'm making a little bit of money let me start investing in some really nice shoes so i started like collecting all these different dress shoes and then that bled into the sneakers and then you
0: and then it just snowballed after yeah, that pretty much and then what what compelled you to be like yo i'm gonna share this with the world and i'm gonna start posting on youtube and well, call myself dr souls yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean in my in my head i was just again going back to the watching the sneaker youtube every night i was just like watching these dudes getting free sneakers left and right i'm watching them get to meet so-and-so or getting invited to paris to go to some jordan initiation or something like that and i'm just like I could do this like, the, like I, I felt like I felt like I could do that so um so I was like okay well you know I, I already know how to edit because um you know I'd uh, I'd put together like uh me and a close group of my friends we go on like a yearly trip every summer-ish and mm-hmm. and what I started doing just out of my own natural pure, uh knack for it I guess or, or interest in it I started like recording videos and editing videos together and and then I started getting decent enough at it where I was like, yeah, I can do this. And then couple that with watching these sneaker YouTubers do it. And no offense to them, obviously, they inspired me to to do what I did, of course. Yeah. But uh, but I just felt like I could bring something different. And, and I was just like, well, I want free shoes too. I'm tired of spending six thousand dollars on a pair of Red Octobers. You know, of course, at the time I didn't realize they're going to send you garbage grs that you don't want to wear anyway, but it is what it is. So um well at least I don't want to wear it anyway. I just but that's just my personal take because again my my whole focus is on like historic sneakers or um you know things that have some kind of like uh, athletic significance or what have you the the first laceless sneaker or the first 4D sneaker or whatever. Um a little bit different from from what you do with the whole like oh i found this gem at you know marshall's or whatever which yeah which is fascinating to me in and of itself because that takes a level of commitment that i could never do man like i just uh i remember those days where I, I would shop at like tj maxx or marshall's or ross or whatever like i would find steals but it would take me like five six trips just to find that one gem so i mean respect to you for doing that because I, I i just couldn't do it anymore.
0: but at one point it seemed like you were all in you know what i mean like on the youtube thing like like you were making like uh those like history videos too you know and, and they were like really well edited and like yeah. well done and scripted and and they had jokes and everything
2: yeah i mean those were those were definitely my my bigger projects if you will but um and and i as i started doing youtube more and more i i got it became easier and easier and more efficient and more efficient of course because i just kept learning and, and kept learning how to like reduce the amount of work okay i know that i'm going to use this piece again so let me put this in a separate folder that i know to access quicker you know stuff like that um but it just started to become too much you know because like i'm by myself upstate new york not getting a ton of support from my friends because none of my friends are really into sneakers like that you know uh, i not able to collaborate with other people things like this i, I didn't have an opportunity to, to, to do back then so um yeah. and not being from that culture as a kid you know no one really within that could appreciate what i was doing of course so 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 right. to do all that alone with a full-time job as a doctor you're just like you just get overwhelmed at some point and you start Hell yeah it starts to weigh on you the whole thing that that you you should learn to not let weigh on you which is like oh why is so and so growing faster or why is you know well why isn't my stuff popping off quicker mm-hmm. and and so you know that started to eat away at me a bit and then what i started to do is kind of scale it back i'm like okay because I, I used to get so corny with this stuff like i would I would not only like make sure I was like well shaved or whatever, print my hair or whatever, I would like put on cologne for the video. Like it was so stupid, you
0: know? <laughs> 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 it
2: was like taking me mad serious. You get in the studio ready. Yeah, everything Yeah, I know, it was so boring. And it just, when you started to do that over and over and over, day in, day out, after a long day's work, you're just like, hey, I'm just tired, I, I don't know how long I can do this. So I started to scale it back where I started doing like more of those raw type videos where like minimal edits, mm-hmm. Um, you know, one cameras, so instead of using the clump, cumbersome DSLR with like thousands of gadgets I bought for it, just using my iPhone, no fancy microphone, and just letting it rip. And and those, honestly, I, I started to notice a big increase uh, in, in my growth from that because I felt like people could start to relate to me more as a person, let alone, you know, having more content being pushed out uh, more efficiently because it was less work on, on my body. So, um, so that was kind of the case. And then I started to like branch out into other things, um, with, um, with the comedy stuff, the stand-up comedy stuff, uh, uh you know, varying it with vlogs. And I understand that that probably didn't contribute well to my growth because obviously the more consistent, um, uh, channels are the ones that likely grow more. And I am more niche. Yeah, exactly. And I understand that, but I was just like, I'm already stressed out stressing myself out trying to do what I think is totally appropriate. Uh, or not appropriate, but like totally the right thing. But it's like, it's wearing on me. So I'd rather just do whatever I want to do. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it was growing. So I was like, okay, well, I'll stick with this. Uh, but then it reached another point where it was just like becoming too much. And then I, you know, ran into some issues last year with an ex-girlfriend and uh and that turned into a whole mess. And then COVID happened. And then, just Shit, a, you know, I wasn't in the right mental space to to kind of continue. And, and, and it started to weigh on me. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, uh, mental warfare i was going through to to try and like realize like what was going on um to the point where uh, she had almost convinced me to like shut down my channel because she, she had me convinced that like uh, employers were going to look badly on her or something which i don't know where she got that idea from it but it started like seeping into my head and just really messed with me so um on top of like a million other factors uh, and then, of course covid so like all of a sudden you know, I actually lost my job so like i was I was jobless for like five months Oh shit and yeah and I'm sitting there in this nice ass apartment with a whole master bedroom dedicated <laughs> to shoes after I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this and I'm thinking and I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm about to go broke because I made all the wrong decisions and um, and yeah so it was just mentally rough so I was just not in the right mental state to to kind of continue uh doing the YouTube stuff, let alone the stand-up comedy. Like everything kind of just like went to a halt because I had to like refocus and um and just get to a better mind state. But you know, luckily things have turned around. Um things have been going well from my end as far as um the comedy stuff. I've been uh getting involved more with more of the show production stuff, uh helping these other guys run their podcast, their comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, excuse me, I got this uh, much better job. Uh, I finally did find a job, but it was extremely low paying. So, I mean, I was just kind of like skimping by and then finally found this uh, nicer job that's about to start soon. So when I tell people I'm coming back soon, that's kind of what I'm referring to is like, OK, now the things have kind of stabilized. I'm hoping to you know, get back at it, especially with some new angles, uh, especially comedy wise, because I have. So many more uh, friends in the comedy seem to have a lot of different talents that I'd like to utilize in my videos. But we'll see. I mean, it's a, it's a work in progress.
0: So. I mean, we're looking forward to, you know, I'm looking forward to more episodes of The, of the Six. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure, man.
2: There's, uh, there's a bunch of these uh, comedians, especially, that I want to get in that room to, uh, to do some segments.
0: Well, um, oh, it's funny, dude. It's, yeah. it's funny when they don't know anything about The Oh, course. yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> which none of them do, which, which makes it better. Um And the better comics know to, like, turned turned it into just mm-hmm. jokey material but um uh but i i have a couple new ideas for that uh for that segment too so i'm, I'm hoping to get back to that and then i don't know man i might start the same way i was doing it before as far as like just kind of being all over the place i was thinking of incorporating some like cooking content because i started getting into cooking because of covid and not having a job and like being tired <laughs> of <laughs> being tired of spending 25 bucks a day on grub um you know so uh yep
0: speaking of cooking speaking of cooking yeah. we um, I, we just have to ask you we were talking about this before like because i mean we've been watching the channel for a minute but every every uh time a video starts you drink a glass of milk and you uh, say, yeah. today we talk about <laughs> what's the story behind that
2: <laughs> so the story behind that was you know, uh, back when I first started this, I was, you know, you're in your own head. You don't know how it's going to go. You've never done YouTube before. You're thinking to yourself like, okay, I'm really putting myself out to the world everything's got to be perfect. This is the first time they're ever going to see me slash know me, uh, please. I and so I'm like meticulously, uh, basically putting myself through cinematography school on YouTube, just trying to like learn like different techniques mm-hmm. and what certain things mean. And, and, um, and composition, how important it is, and what little things mean in, in movies or whatever. So I remember I came across this one, um, this one uh, cinematography YouTube video that was going into like, not Easter eggs, but like um, basically just looking at themes and what certain themes mean. Like if there's a child in a video, what is it? It refers to like innocence themes or oh, whatever, okay. or whatever. And so um, I remember one of them actually talked about milk specifically. And they, they mentioned the idea that anytime milk is drank in a scene, uh, there's multiple different meanings potentially, which of course. So uh, what a great answer. But uh, one of the one of the one of the thought processes was that the theme of having milk in a video is suggesting that the character is innocent or childlike or or has a naive. Um, you know, understanding of things or whatever, not something mm-hmm. to that effect. And I was thinking to myself, okay, this would be perfect, because I want to, you know, I, I know I'm a doctor, I know I'm this quote unquote, adult, but I do feel like an 11 year old on the inside. I just want to be goofy and have fun and, you know, mm-hmm. just play with my toys, if you will, um, whether it's the shoes or, or the transformers or whatever so um so i decided okay let me do this as the intro i have a glass of milk in my hand and that's the other thing i was trying to figure out okay how do i start each video because you need consistency and you need something recognizable and and i knew i didn't want like a long ass theme song to start every episode or, or every video or whatever because i get annoyed by that when i'm watching videos so um so i was like this this should be perfect a small little catchphrase because i love them catchphrases and then just turn to the camera have the milk and view and that's it and that's where it came from you know
0: who would have known bro who would have known that I was watching high art (laughs) (laughs) pretty much seriously. I I, I remember seeing that and being like, yo, like, and I remember like at some point, like, you know, when I was watching your content, I started having lactose intolerance. And I was like, did he make a video about, um, about milk and shit? And I just missed it and I would look for it and I couldn't find it. I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) is that? Why is he drinking? I think
2: I did make a
0: lactose intolerance. Yeah, you did eventually. Yeah, Yeah, And I did watch it.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, and that's the other thing I want to get back to the, the medical content videos and the podcast stuff and all that. stuff. So it just, you know, I, I ran into this buzzsaw, uh, you know, piece of garbage person last year that really kind of mentally messed me up. So, um, yeah, so I had to just kind of like lay low while I, you know, figured some stuff out, but, um, but yeah, you know, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's simplistic, but yeah, I put in some thought into it, but it's, it's funny. I'll, some of my friends will quote me on it. My friend one time, uh, you know, he, he, he's constantly like, um, uh, not necessarily being unsupportive, but he just doesn't, he's indifferent. He doesn't really care that I'm doing this or whatever. Um, but I remember like, uh, one or two years into the YouTubing, he, he decided to be me for Halloween, and he shows up with a glass of milk. He's like, "Today we talk about Halloween." Oh my god! So, yeah, so uh, so you know, it's it's uh, it's something simple, and and I've been debating if I should change the intro because like I don't have the mustache. I wish I knew this was gonna be a Zoom call. I might I might ashamed for you guys, but uh you know, the current girlfriend likes the beard, so I, I figured that we don't, it we, don't cool to, we don't have to
0: we don't have to do the video if you if you don't want to. No video's fine. I don't I
2: don't mind. I don't care. But at least I showered, you know. Yeah, see, I, I didn't, I didn't put cologne on this time, so you guys are gonna have to cut out the video. This is, uh, this is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Video is fine. I always prefer having the video option uh, available with people, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm not tripping. I'm just, I'm just letting you know in case you're wondering why, uh, you know, why I'm looking a little different. Um, because I have him rocking the mustache most consistently. I may, I may shave it this week. we will see, but um, but yeah, that was the other thing with the intro. I was thinking either just re-record it with the mustache or scrap it and come up with a whole new one and maybe have that be like season one and then now we're entering season. I don't know. I, I haven't really uh haven't really uh That'd dealt with cool. it too much. But uh yeah I have a few different videos. Um it's just unfortunate the the, the timing of everything. Cause I, I can tell you right now, something I've been looking forward to film and I just wasn't in the right mental space to do it. Like after unfortunately Kobe died, like that was so heartbreaking for me. And yeah. um and I, I wanted to make a video about like my entire Kobe collection and what they meant to uh, know what they mean to me as far as the collection go but also what kobe meant to me as a person and and how he influenced my medical career and all that kind of stuff so um so that's something i definitely want to maybe do first but i'm kind of going back and forth with with how i want to approach this uh return but
0: you know we'll see we'll see what what are uh so you probably have a massive kobe collection what are some of your favorite pieces
2: Oh yeah, man. I remember my uh and I'll talk about this of course in the dedicated video when I finally get around to it. But uh, my first ever so so remember I told you my my first and true love with sneakers was that Adidas superstar. So um mm-hmm. not knowing anything else about brands and, and Nike and all that stuff, like I was just not diehard Adidas fan, but like I just stuck with Adidas. So like if I ever needed a tracksuit or, or gym shorts, went to Adidas. And it wasn't until and of course Kobe started with Adidas, right? But uh, it wasn't until Kobe freshly had gone to Nike uh, a couple years before, and then Mm -hmm. he had that MVP season and then the Lakers were back. And then um, I was a Lakers fan always, but I'm I'm a fair weather fan in the sense that like, I'm not like, I'm not checking for the team if they're, if they're on a losing streak. So like I'm a 49ers fan too, but like this season I barely caught any games because I'm like, why am I spending my Sunday watching you guys lose? You know what I mean? I feel like I have better (laughs) things to do but uh so if that makes me a bandwagon fan or a with a fan by all means I, I guess i'll take it but uh i actually have a stand-up joke about it where i talk about how like if you if you were told two hospitals uh were competing with each other and one sucked and, and one had a much less higher death rate uh, would you stick with the you know with the bad hospital just because you were born there you know what i mean like it's, it just doesn't make sense you know
0: so i see what you're saying.
2: Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> You know, so I'm still a fan, but like I just wasn't checking for them much. And then, of course, now Kobe's on his cause, you know the whole Shaq thing went, went down, and then he had those bad years. And then now he's coming around. He's got this MVP season. And then the next season, they win the championship, or the next two seasons. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yo. And then it, it was just like an influential time for me where I was just like, yo, I really want a pair of Kobe sneakers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's with Nike at that point. So that was my first ever Nike was Kobe Fives. Okay um so i bought a pair of kobe fives and of course a pair of Hyperdunks at the same time because he jumped over that aston martin uh, in that commercial that year and uh my one and only favorite memory from medical school is wearing those Hyperdunks and those kobe's on the way to our one and only intramural championship in in uh, in med school so oh shit i'll always remember that so de- definitely on my on my short list of favorites but as far as like g or not grs but like uh, actual releases. Cause I actually got them custom uh, Nike ID in my favorite colors and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but as far as like generic models that, uh, that are my favorites, obviously the Grinch is up there uh, up there historic wise, but as far as like my personal favorite of the Kobe line, uh, I would say the nine, the nine high tops, cause I love high tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from what I hear, they have the best basketball traction, even though I have yet to play basketball in them. I, I, have like the beethoven's for style and then a couple of the high tops just to just to wear casually if the opportunity ever comes up to play ball in them i will um of course the 81 point game one so i was happy to get the pro tros of that finally and then um
0: do you have any of the Adidas stuff
2: i've been waiting for them to re-release like the crazy Eights and mm-hmm. all that stuff the problem is when they have re-released them they either come out in some weird cork thing or something like that and again i'm all about like the historical aspect so like i want the original colorway or like you know mm-hmm. something significant. I don't want like just some you know retro model they put out just to put out in some funky floral print or whatever. So yeah, chances are they may never do it because you know it's it's Adidas. But uh, I would love to get my hands on those uh, Kobe twos, the uh, the uh, toaster looking ones.
0: Dude, I had those. Oh, I, had those. Good. <laughs> I got clowned so hard by this guy. He used to clown me for, for having those. I probably don't even remember. I mean,
2: they are ugly <laughs> as heck, but I would, I would definitely love to get my hands on a pair. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so unfortunately, no, I don't have any of the uh, the Adidas ones. But I do have, um, I don't know if you guys recall in a video, a perfect pair and Caius. Uh, uh, he went to see his collection. He showed that... Um, uh, the uh nike sb they made specifically for kobe
0: oh i, haven't seen I forget for
2: sure. the exact model name right now but it's super rare and i was uh-huh. able to find a, a pair of my size so it's it's a special pair as far as like my overall favorites yeah, i could care less but as far oh, as, wow. as absolutely having it for the collection i had to um and then of course the 11 because not only was it his last shoe but it's my favorite number so i had to you know put that on the short list um but yeah the rest are kind of like almost feel like reiterations of the same thing from the four all the way through to the, to the uh, 10. I felt like they were all, or even 11 too. They were all kind of the same shoe, if you ask me, but, uh, but yeah, I would put the, put those models I mentioned probably at the top of the list.
0: Do you, so you it's, were, you oh, go ahead, David. What were you going to say? Yeah.
1: It's crazy because like, I don't, I was never really into the, I like the Adidas models, the Adidas Kobe's, but I was never really into uh, the Kobe sneakers. Like the only sneaker that I, and I, I've never actually owned a pair of Kobe's like for myself, and the only one that I kind of really liked was actually the 11s. And I don't know why. It's just maybe because they just, I like the low tops as well. You yeah. Know? I yeah, think yeah. they were like the most wearable ones out of all of them. Right, right. But yeah, I don't know. I did like like the crazy eights, you know, the, the crazy eights, Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? And I did like the, what was the second one? I don't know. It has a, I don't,
2: yeah, I forgot, I forgot the exact name. Um, but it was something, it's something weird. Like,
0: uh... I think it's just like K- KB1. KB1, yeah, so, yeah. KB2. I was gonna
2: say KB eight or something like that, but
1: it could be the same. You know, it has the three stripes, and I like them in the black. And then they, I had the little, you know, the eight in the side. So yeah, I like yeah. those when when they first came out. But other than that, I've never really been a, a huge fan of the Kobe line. Right. right. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. For for me, it was more. It didn't matter what they were. I was just such a huge Kobe yeah. fan, and I was playing basketball, so I was like, Yo, let me get some basketball shoes. Got to be the Kobe's. Because the same way people felt about Jordan. Uh, that's how i was feeling about uh, uh, about kobe so it really didn't matter what they looked like i was going to get them <laughs> but uh luckily yeah. they didn't end up looking too bad
0: what sneakers that uh, cuz you so you you you're a doctor and like when you go into the into the uh i guess the examination room are you, are you wearing a, are you flexing
2: <laughs> oh bro i yeah i ball that when i when i'm at work i I'll, I'll wear the i wear the louis Vuittons. i I'll, I'll wear the uh, 750s <laughs> i I'll wear i <I'll laughs> wear the uh, washington lebron 9s to work once um Uh the funny thing is i'm I'm not doing it to flex i'm I'm literally just doing it to like go through the rotation because of course literally nobody at work knows what the heck i'm wearing uh but it was funny uh there was one day i went to work and you got you gotta you gotta remember that my the people i work with for the most part are either older or they're young nerds so like they're not really like high up on you know fashion and, and streetwear culture and all that kind of stuff first of all
0: no they're doctors exactly
2: second of all my patients they're all typically old right like young people typically don't get sick and if they're sick they have bigger priorities than like keeping up with supreme releases and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um so basically i I would get compliments on shoes but it would be the weirdest shoes you could think of it would be like the most gr of grs that you would never think like i got compliments on my um Alan Iverson answer fours, which to me are like one of the ugliest shoes, but I had to get them for like historical purposes, but I'd have like doctors complimenting those. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I remember there was one time actually, I think a little over a year and a half ago, I had this for once, a young, relatively young patient. Uh, he had to be, you know, 18, 19, somewhere in there. And I walk in and his jaw drops and I'm like, Oh shit, what happened? He's like, are you Doctor Souls? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> and then after the visit, he wanted to take a selfie, selfie with me and shit. I was like, God damn, like that's bizarre. So like that was the one and only time that happened.
0: But uh, that's wild, dude. But
2: it is funny, man. So sometimes uh, I'll get recognized in the airport. um uh, I've been recognized here in New York City, like on the subway, or like even even in the lobby of my building, someone recognized me. Like, oh shit! What
0: are I you think, doing? I think you're becoming a New York legend out there. Bro. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's kind of funky.
2: Um, I, uh, you know, I, it's funny. I, I ran into Joe LaPuma. I ran into uh, uh, Brendan Dunn. I ran into uh, uh, Matt Welty, honestly, because their offices are really close to where I live. And it's funny, mm-hmm. I've run ran into all three of them just by habit stands. And, you know, I've invited them over. Um, uh, you know, I, I even ran into um, Seth Fowler once at, uh, I forget which store, uh, somewhere in Chinatown, but uh, he gave me his card. We exchanged numbers and stuff. And you know, I, I want to like try and keep growing and collaborate with these guys, but I just it just never goes anywhere. I don't know why I don't know if they think I'm trying to pull a fast one on them or what, but um you know it's kind of unfortunate i i did get cnbc to come over and they filmed that little easy segment they were doing i i was just like a feature i i wasn't like the main subject or whatever but uh but i was in it it got a ton of views but uh but yeah i haven't really been able to yeah, get I traction but yeah you know, yeah yeah i haven't been able to really get traction much with like collab projects or or other things to kind of like help and keep things uh getting boosted but you know it is what it is
0: itty what itty itty what itty man yeah yeah bro so, we, so yeah, go ahead David go ahead I was like, well, you're doing a collab with the, the best D-list <laughs>
1: YouTubers out here,
0: you know? <laughs> nah, man. B-list sneaker celebrities, bro. Ooh,
1: C-list. C-minus did... list. Uh, we're out there. Hey, you guys are getting it. You know what? I mean? oh, that's, you know what?
2: That, that was the other thing I forgot to mention earlier. Is, uh, that was another hard pill for me to swallow uh, with with when I first started because it, it was just so clear to me that even though I feel like the way these guys were shooting their videos, these YouTubers, it wasn't all that crazy but they were getting massive views. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a matter of, you know, who is there first. And, you know, if you're there first slash when YouTube was younger and there was less viewers, you know, you're naturally going to benefit from that. So it's just going to be infinitely harder, especially with newer. I'm sure there's new tubers coming out every week and it's just going to be significantly harder for them to grow and so on and so forth or, or prank channels or you name it, it's just cooking channels, whatever. It's, it's just going to get harder and harder to grow on this platform. So, yeah, it is what it is, but uh, you know it just comes with the territory. But I, like I said, man, it's it's uh, it's awesome what you've done so far. I'm very proud of you guys, uh, and it's thank very you. clear you guys put in thank you a lot of effort into those videos, uh, similar to what I was doing back when I was solely focusing on those history videos and not just doing like goofy vlogs <laughs> or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean it clearly shows, and uh, and uh, I remember specifically you put out one about the Stan Smith, and I was like, damn, I gotta wear my Stan Smiths more.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro i love i mean even like for me the way i got into sneakers was by making the videos like my brother was always the one who was into sneakers and i kind of just i caught the bug like researching the history and stuff. Yeah, right. And that that made me like oh i gotta get a stan smith now i gotta get a, <laughs> a, a 95 now i gotta get a 97 and i had to have that original colorway because i knew the story behind it and it was compelling yeah exactly yeah there's very
2: few shoes that um that i look at i'm like oh man i know i shouldn't but that other colorway does look pretty and i really should get it there's only like a handful of sneakers i can i can consider like that it was like off-white air max 90s some jordan ones even though I, i haven't really veered too far from the from the original colorways um trying to think who what else is up there as far as like i had to have multiple colorways even if it wasn't an og It'll come to me, but yeah, it's very few of them. Very few.
0: Of them. Is there a sneaker that you're, you're considering right now? Like, are there shoes that you really want to get? that can.
2: Uh, luckily, not right now. But uh, like I said, I have gotten a bunch of new pickups that I just haven't unboxed yet.
0: Um, the one I'm they're just chilling in the box. Huh? Yeah,
2: they're just chilling in the box. <laughs> um, uh, one of them is the uh, the New Balance uh, 1500. I think it's 1500. Uh, it's been so long. I've got I've got to do my research again. But it's it's a very out there new balance that they only made 99 pairs of with crooked tongues out of, based out of England. And it was the black beard pair. And they had this crazy yeah. tattoo artist do all the, all the artwork for the box. And there's only 99 of them in the world. And finally a pair popped up on eBay that, that was in a fittable size. So I jumped at it. Um, and then I also got the, uh, the chunky donkeys uh, in the special box. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I remember as a kid, all the fond memories of going to Ben and Jerry's with my, uh, my dad and my uncle actually. And then, they were like, oh, you want the Chunky Monkey? I was like, "Fuck, Chunky Monkey? And then I had it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's got a funky name. <laughs> of course, now they come up with the Chunky Dunkers. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess I got to get this. So I was actually surprised it got as much attention as it did. I thought it would semi-fly under the radar and, and not be considered like that hyped of a sneaker because it wasn't attached to like a big streetwear brand or nothing, nothing like this. But, you know, it, it did get all this attention. And then I just had a feeling because the price... Because I knew, a, if I was going to get it, I wasn't going to get it without the special box. Without it, I wasn't even going to consider it. But then once I saw that that special packaging was was a possibility, I was like suddenly interested. I was like, yo, maybe I do actually want these. And um, and then I looked at the price for those, and it's like four thousand, five thousand bucks. Uh, a little bit after release, I'm like, what? There's no way that many people are interested in this. So I just had a gut feeling. I talked to one of my buddies here, who's who's a big uh, streetwear guy a uh, very good comedian out here and uh, and he runs a street where uh, podcast himself actually and i, I remember texting him la- late last year i was like bro man, i don't th- i don't think these are going to stay this high I-, I have a feeling these are going to come down and and he goes nah bro i feel like these are going to just keep climbing there's just something about these and I, I started to worry a little bit but then i was like i'm just not paying this much for these stickers." so if they do continue to rise by all means whatever i missed it it's not that big a deal then i checked in on them this spring and of course they fell back down to like 2000 something i was like i knew it i knew it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you were so, finally able to cop
2: yeah so i you know it's still more than i want to spend obviously but uh but things are looking up like i said so uh so i went ahead and got them and um i just haven't opened them yet so that'll that'll definitely be a fun video to to do uh but yeah i mean you know we'll we'll see March should hopefully be a good month but uh you know i uh, don't want to jinx it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean we're looking forward to the uh to the future of, of of the dr souls channel you know what i mean let me sure, and let sure. me know if you need a, a new youtube banner <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i might need a lot of new everything um you know because I, I lost all my editors i lost all my uh all my contacts for uh for uh, putting stuff up because I, I was using squarespace uh, initially to like host all my podcasts and i had this one guy kind of handling everything but then things fell apart with him too especially with everything that happened last year and i don't want even- to get into it but uh, i'm gonna have to come up with a whole new team or, or learn uh get unrusty from scratch because uh, it's been so long I've, i'm I, I started cooking up ideas in my head and then watching other videos to start getting more ideas and i'm like god ah, damn it i hope the formatting hasn't changed and i gotta like revise this and then um, you know uh, uh i don't even remember the name of the program anymore imac imovie pro what do they call it final cut Pro.
0: Oh, final cup pro final okay. cup pro so i think i think you'll be fine bro. I, the, the, I think the the rawness of your videos is kind of what makes it so yeah no i agree for, for me um, personally
2: yeah no i agree so uh so yeah that, that'll that be the goal but uh but we'll see you
0: know all right man well thanks so much for doing this i want to be respectful of your time uh you're an md after all you know we know you're busy and tired and
2: well, luckily i don't have work tomorrow so i'm good but uh but yeah i'm gonna go spend some time with the girlfriend now and uh Uh, hope to see some more stuff from you guys. Let's see 200k in two weeks. How
0: about that? (laughs) We're gonna (laughs) try, bro.
1: We're gonna try. I can tell you already, we're probably gonna fail at that, but we'll see. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing you guys are well on your way but, uh,
2: but yeah and also if, uh, if you guys are ever in New York you know uh, you know who to hit up I'd uh, love to love to meet up
0: yeah it's a dream to go out there I've never been there but it's an epic city and we will definitely hit you up dude thank you so much yeah for sure man
2: maybe not right this minute because uh, it's a little less than ideal uh, as far as like the kind <laughs> of stuff you can see but I mean slowly things are happening you know uh, yeah. indoor dining is, is slowly coming back you know who knows when venues and concerts and stuff will be back but, but yeah if you ever get a chance to visit when it's when it's Uh, When it's worth it, by all means, I would uh, highly suggest. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys.
0: Thanks, Doc. Appreciate you, Doc. Talk to you soon, man. Peace. Peace. Boom. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Dr. Souls. Love that guy. I can't wait till he gets back on YouTube. I'm excited to see his videos. If you've never seen his videos, check them out. Uh, They're really funny and raw, and he's just a super unique dude. Um, and he's and it's just weird to hear you. You know, to be put on the sneaker game by a doctor, and it's not weird. It's dope, actually. So check him out, Doctor Souls Eleven on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you could, please do us a favor and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Shout out to the dude. Uh, your username is Two Tone Drunk. Thank you so much for writing our very first review. Uh, it says podcasts are only for podcast only for real enthusiasts this is the non clout non-hype version of the complex sneaker podcast only for 100 true passionate sneaker heads and we really appreciate that bro i love the complex sneaker podcast much love to welty and brendan dunn and and joe lapuma I, I listen to it every week and i love those guys anyways thank you so much for the review thank you to everybody listening to this on a weekly basis we will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Have a marvelous rest of your evening, morning, noon, night. I hope you guys catch a bunch of dubs on the next releases or whatever it is you have your eyes on. And yeah, we shall see you next week. Peace.